and, and the simple Star Wars stuff. Oh, oh, you've just you've just upset so many people. The simple Star Wars stuff. Yeah. Oh. I'll, I'll take that out. <laughs> <laughs> I am Malcolm Childs. And I am James Giffins. And we are Just Making Conversation. The show where we discuss the ins and outs of the model making hobby that we both love so much. From the greasy sprues to the gloss coats and everything in between, we are going to Just Make Conversation. Remember, there are other podcasts you can listen to. Plastic Model Mojo. The Scale Model Podcast. Plastic Posse. On the Bench. Model Geeks. Sprue Cutters Union. Or you can head to modelpodcasts.com. Consider leaving a review or five stars as it promotes this podcast to more people to enjoy. Also, consider tossing a coin to us on buymeacoffee.com. It just helps us make content for you. In this episode, we will be just making conversation about space and science fiction. Is this subject a galaxy too far, far away, or just up Uranus? Fact or fiction, a whole new world is in front of you. Space modelling has its limits, but one steeped in exciting innovations. But science fiction modelling can have endless options and opportunities to use up your spare sprue bits for greeblies. Maybe you're a fan of space films and enjoy building those ships you have seen on the big screen. Or just enjoy pew pew noises. Or maybe you will be over the moon to imagine the future of vehicles, aircrafts and ships. Space and sci-fi model making. What does that do for you? I love space stuff. I love looking up at the stars. I like watching the little dots go by as satellites. I love it when they put the rocket launches on telly. I remember watching uh-huh. two rockets come back down to Earth and landing perfectly straight on a boat <laughs> and thinking, wow, what a time to be alive. I love all that stuff. It's great. And so, obviously, that migrates into my model making. You know, those two interests meld together like two pieces of plastic with some strong plastic glue between them. (laughs) What about you? Yeah, is the honest answer. I'm not not a great space lover, so to speak. Um, Yes, don't get me wrong. It's it's fascinating to see a man going up to space and docking, and uh, I've watched a little bit of NASA Live and all that sort of stuff. But model-making-wise, we'll break the two because it is two subjects we're discussing in a way. So we'll break it up into the space first. So the space side of things, I think really my help with that, it is very much a case of clean, crisp space vehicles. Yes, I know you can weather them as if they've come through the atmosphere and all that sort of thing, but I don't want to be disparaging towards car builders, but it's a little bit like building a car. It's got to be shiny and and clean, and that doesn't float my Mm. boat. There are no space tractors. No, no. Uh, we'll come back to tractors uh, on another episode. But, yeah, no, there are no tractors. And um, I don't know. The, the, the kits the kits are out there. I don't know very much about it. So I, I, I will show my ignorance and say that a lot of the kits that are out there are very old. The Revell Space Shuttle, for example, is a kit from the 60s. 
uh, it's not been updated as such and uh, it's still being banged out and it has notorious reputation for not being the best kit fitting and uh, a lather of sandpaper and and this is where uh, in the typical tradition of just making conversation i'm gonna actually let myself down by saying that i have actually got the said kit <laughs> not being a lover of space i'm building one yeah, I'd just say I don't like space, you know, I don't like it. And then uh, actually, I'm building one right now. I did like the way you did that. That was almost London, but not quite. <laughs> I know, I don't know where I was going from there. It was more kind of Leicester. Sorry for all those in Leicester. I was challenged by um, by Carl <laughs> from making model, models to, to build one with him. Um, we're doing a build series on YouTube, of which there's one episode. Um, and I laugh because, unfortunately, due to our work schedule, we haven't had any time to do anything more. But with that said, uh, being the complete nutter that I am, uh, I did come across a 3D printed version of said uh, space shuttle with booster rockets oh. and tank and stuff. So I, uh, I I went down the mad road of printing one myself. <clears throat> Okay, so let, let me just get this straight then. So not a lover of space, but you do have the space shuttle kit from Reveal to build. But not only that, you actually went out and 3D printed by yourself the same thing. Yes, right? but it fits together a lot better than the Reveal, in fairness. Uh, and the detail <laughs> is a little bit better. Uh, and I'm going to let myself down further. I have actually got the same 3D printed model in very small size too. Does that mean I've got three? Yeah, it does. Yeah. What other space kits have you got? You got these styles kits? I'm. <laughs> I might be an addict. Oh my god! I didn't realise. Yeah, my name's wow. James, and and I and I don't want to admit I like sci-fi and uh, space. So uh, yeah, the 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 reveal kit. <laughs> luckily for me, the shuttle is the the monster, if you like. Uh, and, and it actually mm. went together reasonably well, well, a lot better than I was expecting. What's what scale one, is this one? One forty fourth scale. Because there is a one seventy second one, isn't there? <gasps> no, I can't get one that big. The size does matter. I couldn't store that anywhere. It'd be huge. But there is I one. I imagine right? there is. And to be honest, mm. if you were very clever and had the ability to cut your three D projects up, the world is your oyster with the three D version. A three D printed version, sorry, resin version. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. You could you could make it as big as, as you want, really. But yeah, the reason I printed it was <laughs> I thought it'd be fun to um, compare the two. And um, obviously, uh, I've got a problem. Hmm. Photographs of those several space builds that that James doesn't enjoy will be <laughs> on the Facebook post. I'm sure. But uh, in the order fence, there you go, I'll stand up for you. You're not building that space shuttle because of the weathering opportunities. You're not building that space shuttle because you want to put rust and stuff on it, are you, and and show it off. You're building that space shuttle because of the fact that it's an awesome space shuttle, right? Well, that might not be 100% correct. The reason being is the third little one I have, which is about, oh, uh, I would say probably less less than nine centimeters in height because I find them so in, uninspiring. These things, you see, I googled and came across a picture of the space shuttle on its launching platform, 
obviously the the picture was was showing a, a period of time that hasn't happened thankfully but the world's obviously gone completely nuts and mad and uh, volcanoes everywhere and all that sort of stuff and this a space shuttle is unfortunately part of a mounting so I, I might want to try and recreate that if I'm crazy enough. Right. Do you want to start the podcast again? Just uh... Uh, no. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So this, like I said, um, I I know very little about space, <laughs> and the the picture I just mentioned came about because I was researching space shuttles and what I could do with it, which which was exciting. Now, obviously, in this picture, which I I will post up within. Um, our usual links, etc. It is quite far away. The small shuttle will work with the the larger shuttle that I've I've got or two of. And and actually, in fact, in my defence, I've just realised that actually it, it's Carl's fault because Carl dared me. He said, "If you don't make that, I will." So he dared me. Mm. So you you have a responsibility for your own model making, though, right? I guess you know you you don't want to admit that you. Uh, know much about it or you have an interest in it or what's what's the deal there let's unpack that well i I suppose realistically my only interest with the space shuttle is um when it came over to the the uk on the back of a a boeing 747 Mm. now i can't remember very much about it i remember it but i don't remember whether we went to see it somewhere with my father or it flew over our house where we lived i can't i really can't remember but i will i will find out like hmm. uh, now i've mentioned it i'm gonna have to go and ask my dad i also have the the same i have the kit i have the space shuttle on top of the ah. 747 kit a revel one and i don't care that it's a difficult kit because it was bought for me by my dad uh, because he found some photographs of when we did go to stansted and we did watch the space shuttle come in and i remember we got there late and my dad wasn't sure if we were going to actually get to see it, if we were going to be that late, you know. Um, anyway, we were at the back of the queue, and we ended up way away from the runway. When it finally did sort of arrive, um, we saw it like a little dot coming in, and then it landed. You couldn't really see it land. Um, and all you could see it was the top of the space shuttle fin going along. But then it taxied and taxied some more, and eventually it stopped right in front of us. Bonus. And my dad's got some great photographs of, of me and my dad and my mum. And we're all sort of there uh, in front of this massive space shuttle. Mm. Uh, the Enterprise. Was it the Enterprise? I think it was the Enterprise, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to recreate that. I don't know where I'm going to put that. No. <laughs> Are you going to have some little figures? You know, a, a little boy sitting on a father's shoulders. Yeah, it might be like Sabutio. One seventy second, isn't it? So I'm sure I can find some one seventy second. Yeah. Civilians with eighties hair, <laughs> or Millie Putsam. Uh, I think it was like nineteen eighty, wasn't it? Eighty two, something like that. Eighty two, I think it was. Right, but yeah. I'm not, I'm not one hundred percent sure. Well, it was brilliant, um, and that's why I would. I, I'm going to build that kit because you know, it obviously, means something to my dad. So I might just build it for him. <laughs> so you go, stick it in your lounge. Hmm. See, on the same on the same level as that, I was fortunate enough as a young child to go to Cape Canaveral, um, and we saw the Saturn Fives uh, that, that that are displayed there are laying on this side, and that was quite awesome. It's not something in which I would go out of my way to do, but the thought of, of displaying the said Saturn Fives like that would be a memory jogger for me. Yeah, I mean, I'd like to do that with a shuttle, really, but it wouldn't look the same. 
It would be very easy to do a diorama of the, the Saturn split up, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah, no, very easy. I mean, we drove past it in a, in a Greyhound bus, so, you know, it, it would just literally be the Saturn V with a little roadway and uh, a, a Greyhound bus. So it'd be a nice, easy diorama as such. Yeah, but it would just be long and thin, wouldn't it? Yes, yeah. So, um, but I don't think I will. It's, it's not, as I said, on the off, really. It's not something that is on my radar. I don't have the same reaction to space vehicles as you do have to tractors. <laughs> Oh, space tractors, uh, tractor beams. <laughs> do they have oh, anyway? There must be a joke in there somewhere. I'll have to work on that one. There must be. <laughs> Keep plowing, you'll be fine. Good one, that'll do. <laughs> Literal space vehicles that the ones that are in use obviously there's a lot more different vehicles now than the saturns and the space shuttles and all that sort of stuff the one that i like to, i'd love to get my hand on is the the voyager kit mm-hmm. which is the satellite that's obviously disappearing out of the solar system mm-hmm. that's quite fun because i remember ooh, now do i remember that being launched gosh i don't know if i do but i remember learning about it when i was younger mm. And thinking that was quite special that this thing is going to just keep on going. And that's the whole point of it. Mm. Carries this record on there, doesn't it? Of, uh, is, the, is it John Lennon or something? I think. Oh, now I don't know. I think it is. Oh, we've let ourselves down. We should have known that. Well, I'm not a research what I say. It's <laughs> a sort of fall on my sword. <laughs> I think it's something like that. It's something, yeah, it's, there it's was some, some big, big name. Oh, is it David Bowie from Space Oddity? Oh no! It should be if it isn't. Hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna do it live. You're gonna Google it. I'm gonna Google it. Okay. I'm gonna Google it. A wondrous, magical kind of thing to have this music and and these uh, details of the human race and where we are and everything flying off into space. It's quite cool. So I'd love to make one of those. Also, you can get the ISS. You can get the the Apollo rockets, like you said. You can get a model of the Eagle lander and the astronauts bobbing about and actually the airfix one of those comes with a golf club a golf club i don't know what wood it is or oh, okay it should be a sand wedge shouldn't it really because it's really dusty up there or a cheese wedge <laughs> no wallace wasn't around when he that was being designed what wasn't cheese what's it was wallace wallace and gromit uh, wallace and gromit didn't invent cheese Oh my god, what? They didn't? <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh, because he likes cheese. I see, yes. Yes, there is a link. I understand. If you know the film, he goes to the moon and it's made of cheese. I've got a stunned look from Malcolm and a glare that's similar to my wife's of, what are you talking about? Uh, you won't be able to see that, but I can describe it. It's sort of like this. <laughs> So anyway, on Voyager, it just so happens I've been Googling. It turns out that there is a greeting from Kirk Wadham, Secretary General of the United Nations. <laughs> I thought you said Captain Kirk. <laughs> Captain Kirk, no. <laughs> yes, I'm sure the link's there somewhere. Um, greetings in 55 languages by various artists. The United Nations greetings whale songs. <laughs> what? How do they know what those whales are saying. They could be going, Why has this Wally got a microphone in front of me? So I eat him. I'm going to try and slap him out of the water. Watch. Uh, and then it says, uh, the, the Sounds of Earth by various artists. I wonder if you can get a copy of it and listen to it. 
to. I, I could play it to you if you want to. What musicals are? Is there? Is it just various artists? The musical selections are also varied. Oh, okay. Bit of Bach, bit of Mozart, bit of Beethoven. There is Johnny Be Good, a bit of rock. Oh, okay. As well as sending up the now, that's what I call music twenty-eight. What else did they send up? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we got off on a right tangent. But anyway, yes. Um, if you if you want more information, Google is your friend. Um, it will tell you everything you need to know. Go Google it uh, because we've talked inanely about it far too much. But it's fascinating, isn't it? That's the the connection between your model hobby and the things that you like. So you end up building the things that you like. And if you find space and that fascinating, then you're building space things. To be honest, I haven't built any planets, though. You know. No. Well, I haven't built a planet for many years. I did, I did once do the solar system. Did you? It was a school project for the children. Wow. Was Pluto on there? <laughs> did you put rings around Uranus? Uh... <laughs> It was a, I think it was a very small diorama of some description, maybe. I can't remember. I do know some space modellers. Mm. As anoraki about space and science fiction as anyone would be that is into armour or aircraft. You know, that's their thing and, you know, I'm... Yeah, of course. The problem with me, personally, is I just jump from different types of of models so you know i might do a tank or i might do a figure or i might do a space shuttle because i'm not into space an elephant yeah i'm all over the place with my my modeling it's what interests you at the time which is great that's what hobbies are about isn't it enjoying it oh yeah absolutely i think space has um left the building for now maybe we should go beyond space and, Mm. and look at the final frontier ah the science fiction world Science fiction world. But this is a good point within this podcast to acknowledge the Mooseroo Cup. Ah, let's do that then. Mooseroo Cup, the Mooseroo Cup. Let's talk about the Mooseroo Cup. Boom! Woohoo! So, yes, uh, as uh, you may know, I have put a post up here and there about it, and there will be more to come. Uh, the Mooseroo Cup, we were kindly invited to the Mooseroo Cup by the guys from On the Bench. Yes. And uh, along with other podcasts, we're, we're not alone. Mm-hmm. And basically, the the purpose of this is to see who has the best talent. Now, the pool that we have in our podcast is limited. So um, <laughs> we drew straws. And uh, unfortunately, even though I was by myself at the time, I managed to pull the wrong one out. I don't remember this at all. <laughs> well, you weren't there, so I had two straws. One was short, one was long, and I pulled the wrong one out. I uh, gotcha. I had to take the the fall. The fall is that the right word? I had to take the challenge yeah. on. You face the responsibility um, with great affection and aplomb. I'm sure. Been listening to the other podcast, and there is uh, some uh, quiet chatter as to who is thought to be the most competitive mm-hmm. person out of the podcast by the time you hear this podcast there may or may not be a video to confirm our feelings on this matter look out for that it will be on the facebook page definitely and the the reason i'm mentioning that is because i'm adding to the challenge i'm actually challenging all the other podcasts that are involved in the musaru cup to create their own little video now i'm not going to say anything more than that but let's get back to what the challenge is all about james what's this challenge about do you know, I'm glad you asked me. So basically, the challenge has been set 
by the guys at the IPMS Hamilton Canadian Warplane Heritage Modelers Club. And they, what they've done is they've sent me a kit. Now, this kit is a little bit out of my comfort zone, if I'm honest. Given the fact I am not a great fan of science fiction, as I have clearly established uh, now, and will confirm it mm. further, they've sent me a kit. Ian Fraser is the chief judge and Musaru Wrangler, and they've had several debates over what was going to be the challenge. Right. I know for a fact, I know for a fact that one of the challenges may have been a 1960s repopped model of Airfix model, and all we could use was a paintbrush and some glue. Uh, okay. Thankfully, they decided after several more beers that that was not the, cri- <laughs> the right criteria to go down. I would have thought that would have been the criteria to go down after several beers. I know what we'll make them do. <laughs> I think they probably discussed it and realised just how bad it would go. It would be a challenge. So I have the official letter in front of me, and I will just explain by going over it. So I won't go through the whole ins and outs. It's, it's not a long letter by any means. So basically, the kit they've sent me is the Bandai 1144th. So this is high grade. MSN 04. Here we go. Sabaza. Sabazi. I can't say it. S-A-Z-A-B-I. Sazabi. That's the one. Sazabi. Uh, Sazabi Neo. Oh, there's loads more words. But basically, it's a customized mobile Gundam suit. <laughs> hey, listen. You had to go. That's That's what matters. I tried, but I can do the rest, honest. So the challenge is a simple one. All you need to do is build it. <laughs> I like the way they've said it. it's really simple. Just build it. Oh, fine. They've chosen this particular kit on purpose because obviously Bandai are renowned for their easy fit, lack of problems and issues. So they've been kind to us. So thank you very much, guys. You can build it out of the box. You can modify it. You can add to it, take away from it. Kit bash to any extent you wish. Finishes completely open to colours, genre, schemes, alternative histories, timelines, anything goes. However, there is a proviso to this. The one thing, the only restriction, is there is no help from buddies or anyone else must be your own work. Oh, thank God for that. (laughs) It's a virtual contest, so obviously I won't be sending the model to them. We're going to take five high-resolution pictures. Mm. The pictures are something in which has been discussed in another podcast as to whether they should be the work of the artist or whether you can get help from buddies. Now, I'm reading this and I totally disagree with anyone else from any other podcast that states, quote, oh, no, it doesn't cover the pictures. Oh, yes, it does. It says it there. It's black and white. And uh, I'm hoping the guys won't get too upset by that. What does it say? That you must take your own pictures? No, it doesn't say that, but I'm I'm insisting that it does because it's your own work. It's a virtual thing. It says no subcontracting. It's virtual. Okay. So it's got to be your own work. Oh, I see. Yes. I'm going to take the pictures myself, and if it looks really, really bad, I might, I might ask someone to hold my model who's very attractive. That's not <laughs> subcontracting. That's just merely mounting. You know. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not. Um, no, don't go there. It wasn't meant that way. I'm not. No. I haven't gone there. No good. I saw that route and I didn't take it. <laughs> so just uh, just as another finer point on that, it says that you can take away from that kit as well. Yes, yeah, so I don't have to use the whole kit. So you can just build something else. 
well, funny enough, it comes with a shield, so I could just make the shield and put it on a diorama base with a a, a cloud of dust, as if it's just exploded. <laughs> You could. Uh, it depends whether you want to win or if you just want to uh, make a submarine with the periscope up. All you can see is the periscope. <laughs> no, it does. It does. Um, basically, the the model uh, is what's going to be judged, um, and this this is something that is stated. The judging criteria, basis, etc., will be the IPMS and the AMPS ways of judging models. So I can stick it on a base. I can I can be really elaborate and put it on a, a six foot by six foot base, but the base won't be taken into account. It'll literally just be the model itself. Mm-hmm. Talked about that before, haven't we? I prefer the AMPS way. I don't know if, how, how you feel about it. But... Well, it, I'll be I'll be honest. As long as I win, I don't care which way they judge it. You're going to win. Of course, you're going to win. <laughs> Not that, not that I'm, um, I'm throwing a gauntlet down or slapping anyone around the face with a pair of gloves. Are they tiny, tiny one forty four scale gloves? Um, <laughs> so um, at this juncture, I'd like to thank uh, Lightspeed Global for mm, providing yeah. all the kits to the yeah. podcast. So thank you very much. Yeah, thank you. Incredible, wasn't it? Yeah, very generous. Mm. And obviously, thank you to um, Ian the chief Musaru Wrangler and and the guys that will be doing the judging from the IPMS Hamilton Canadian War Plane Heritage Modelers Club. <laughs> wow. <sighs> That's uh, a lot of words, guys. I can imagine the amount of work that went into organising it and the cost involved in sending it and obviously oh. the cost in purchasing the kits and the work gone into deciding initially what the subject was going to be and then having to write that letter and then making sure that everyone's happy with that there's a lot of work gone into it and i really appreciate uh, the the effort that's gone into uh, boosting the community entirely and i think it's awesome and i am so glad i'm not building it <laughs> but the downside is malcolm something that maybe you're not aware of yet is that mushroom 4 has already got your name on it oh that's probably true but we we would have given up the podcast we would have fallen out or something by then and then maybe once the Musu is gone, we can go, oh, we've reconciled and we've started up again. And then be your turn. <laughs> In fact, this might be what we break up about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Again, thanks for uh, everybody's input into that and uh, the Chief Wrangler. Um, I'm I'm not quite sure what beverage he requires or the guys require, but uh, we can we can talk about that at some point. Not that I'm not cheating or anything like that. No, 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 just showing appreciation. That's bribery. No, no, it's showing appreciation. It's not bribery, not at all. Oh, okay. <laughs> but what I am potentially going to try and do is I'm going to try and build the said kit live over a period of time, which will be live on the uh, Just Making Conversation Facebook page. Now. Anyone that's seen the said kit that I've posted up on the said Facebook page, if you have a choice or an opinion as to how you think I should do it, I may not take any notice of you. But if you've got any ideas, pop a comment up in in the Facebook group and have a chat about it by all means. Well, hang on. Hold on. Hold on. Is this your own work? It is my own work, and I will make the decision as to how I'm going to make it. But if anybody's got... Any thoughts of, oh, it would look really good if you painted it blue with pink spots? Yeah, my point is, is your own idea. That's my own work. Ah, do you think I might fall foul of that? If you're going to be really funny about the photography, 
okay. then I think there might be space for people to be a bit funny about. Well, that wasn't your idea, though, was it, Jim Bob? Okay, then uh, please don't post anything up on the Facebook page. However, Messenger is open. <laughs> I just thought it'd be good to have a conversation about it, that's all. Okay, cool. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. To be honest, I have an idea in, in my head already. Mm-hmm. What's that, then? Well, I'm going to use some glue, throw some paint over it. That's usually what I do. <laughs> <laughs> I've got I got a little idea, and, and I'll be honest, this idea comes, I, I won't say much about it, but I will say that the idea I've formulated in my head comes from inspiration that I've had from seeing someone else's work that is absolutely not in any way, shape, or form a Gundam. Oh, okay, right. I was listening to um, uh, On the Bench, and they were talking about this, how they were going to do it. Um, but they were just talking about how they weren't going to do it. Uh, one of the things that the guys were saying was that uh, he wasn't going to do it in Luftwaffe scheme because that's been done to death. Yeah. They were just trying to think of how they were going to do it and what, what the clever way would be to present it in a different way. My feeling is, on this, not that I am doing it, but since you're asking the general public what they think, uh, I am part of that general public, and I'm going to tell you what I think. I think you should do it as the box art la, is. La, 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 I think you should la, do it. La, la. Yeah, it the... sounds like a good idea, Malcolm. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I think you should do it out of the box, do really, really well, concentrate on making a fantastic, beautiful build that is nigh on flawless as much as you can and make it look like a Gundam. How about mm. that? That's a crazy idea. Or stick it on a layout, but no one's ever done that. Oh, yeah, could you imagine? Yeah. With its own logo? Yes, oh, Engage. Oh, yeah, no, that'd be cool. Yes. Great Western Gundam. Make it into a train. Because I can modify it, change it in any way I want, I can make it into a steam chain. Oh, okay. That, uh, okay, yeah, no one's ever done that before. <laughs> no, well, that's what it says. <laughs> yeah, okay. Oh, I might have had an idea and everything. Is that a light bulb moment? Well, let me know if you need me to edit this out. <laughs> no, no, it's all good. All good. And now I'm going to ask you. Yeah, 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 yeah. What yeah. is it that makes you melt about sci-fi, Malcolm? Uh, it's escapism, I suppose, isn't it? Uh, fantastic ridiculous daft stories about aliens and people going off on adventures and getting into scrapes and all sorts of stuff it's it's fantastical i enjoy that part of science fiction i like all the the clever highbrow stuff as well i like the space odyssey the horror ones as well the aliens the incredibly complicated and and rich tapestry that star wars weaves I, I, well, I say that, I've got one, two, three, four, five, six Star Wars kits that I can look at right now. And they're in my living room because I like the look of the kits. Oh. Right? So, yeah. Uh, it's the spaceships, really. I don't give a crap about the characters. Um, it's the spaceships and Star Wars that I really like. I, I'm going to pick you up on that, actually. So not the characters. So, for example, um, any robotic characters, would that would they fall into the same, I don't care about them too much? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, in Star Wars, yes. Well, no, not Star Wars, because there's lots of robots in lots of sci-fi films. Yeah, there is. You know, yes. like, um, Don't. Lost in Space. Don't. For example. Don't. Robocop. 
<laughs> oh, that's your sword. Sorry, I didn't realise you'd fallen on it. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, James. <laughs> so I've got a million falcon. I've got I've got uh, two other million falcons that I want to build one day. Um, I've got an idea to do the attack on its side and have uh, Ray's house in uh, the film where we see Ray. I can't remember it. Yeah, I do love my science fiction stuff, and that's that. But I don't really like the characters. You know, I don't have mm. a I don't have a Yoda. I don't, I, oh shit! No, I do. <laughs> I do, don't I? I have a Quill and a Mandalorian thing. Oh bollocks! Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> They're just making conversation sort of doom. Yeah, damn it. All right, fine. We'll just start again. In this episode, we were just making conversation about space. <laughs> and science fiction. <laughs> uh, no, I do enjoy it. I love it. I love it. I love it. And paint stuff how you want. You can choose the colors how you want. Or you can research and research and research and watch a film a thousand times to get the right colors and the right everything else for your ship so it looks exactly correct. But, yeah, I just love it. And I do like flying the Millennium Falcon around the living room. I have done since I was a kid. Have you um, have you gone around the room making the pew pew noises? No, I, you know it's engine noises for me. <laughs> engine noises. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. If you start making the engine noise of the vehicle you're making, then you are enjoying and nearly finished that model kit because it is something that you are um, happy to have. You are enjoying that thing. Mm. So yeah, quite often I'll I'll make the sound of. Millennium Falcon flying about, or that screechy sound of the TIE Fighters, which you're going to demonstrate for me. Thank like you. that, yeah. And <laughs> I'll cut something in there. Um, do you know what? I've also got a massive Han Solo um, character as well. I was waiting for you to remember it's there. <laughs> it's over there. Can you see it on the shelf? Yeah. <laughs> It's a pride of place. No, it's good. You know, I can understand the the the, the shiny, stroke, grimy spaceships and stuff would turn you on, uh, etc. It's great, but modelling wise, uh, so I have a, a a Bandai B-wing. That is very cool. Oh, it's it's amazing. Did you ever watch Ulysses as a kid? Yes, I did. Yeah, yeah. So that uh, Ulysses ship, if you remember it. Was very similar to the what the B-wing looked like. Yeah, I do you know. I hadn't, until you said that, I hadn't thought that. But you're right. Yeah, no, it's very cool, and and I've seen it done a couple of times in different ways. And yeah, I'm I I bought it because it was a Bandai kit. I bought it because it was the B-wing, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, I bought it because I'm, I'm not into science fiction or star space stuff. But um... <laughs> <laughs> certainly fiction. There is two different types of science fiction. There's hard science fiction. And soft science fiction. Right, okay. Oh, hang on, I'm looking at porn. <laughs> no, no, I am looking at sci-fi. Sorry. In all honesty, what? where would you go with that? Because, I mean, I'm intrigued. You'll, you'll have to um, message me later and tell me what, what what you actually mean by that. Because Star Trek, for example, now that would be a plausible future, would it not? Because a lot of the stuff that's used in Star Trek are, are not just made-up stuff. They're things in which they've been aspirated to make. Does that make sense? Like a dilithium crystal doesn't exist. I'm sure I'm right. In, I'm saying this. The the like the body scanner, for example. Hmm. 
You know, when when you're in the sick bay and the the, the, the computer says, oh, yeah, no, he's got bad liver. Wasn't that like a take on MRI scans? Mm-hmm. And there were things that, that, that weren't actually made, but the ideas are there. So. And they've not got to prototype, and they've sort of taken it away and fiddled with it a little bit and made it a, a thing. A little bit like the laser gun. If you think everyone's got lasers, the Americans were, were mucking around with lasers in the 50s and 60s to try and make it into a weapon. So that might be what you mean by plausible. Yeah, photons. And yeah. Hard is natural science fiction and soft social sciences, although there are examples generally considered as hard and soft science fiction. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know where I'm really going with that. But. Well, answers on a postcard to anybody that actually understands it. Um, and, and maybe it's yeah. something we'll look into it for a future podcast. Yeah. Well, no, okay, okay. so here's a list. A hard science fiction would be things like uh, 2001 Space Odyssey. Um, Contact. Have you seen Contact? Yes. Blade Runner? Yes. Her? Have you seen that? Her? Yeah. Her is the one where um, Scarlett Johansson plays an operating system. Oh, I've only seen Her Indoors. I think that was the second one. <laughs> uh, the Martian seen that one yeah I've seen Martian those described as hard so anyway you have watched different science fiction films I've watched science fiction I like watching science fiction and obviously I grew up in the, in the era of Star Trek and Battlestar Galactica and mm-hmm. oh that reminds me that's another kit I've got why did you buy it is it because it reminds you well reminds you of the thing it is of I mean does it remind you of watching the show because the Battlestar Battlestar Galactica item that I have is the um, the later marked Viper. Viper. Now the reason I bought that kit was a the price was quite good if I'm honest. They do a whole bundle of PE for it, and I have been intrigued and inspired by my fellow modelers that that can do model kits with lights and stuff like that, and something I wanted to play around with. So. The idea before that build was to try out lighting, try out different paint effects, etc. And again, I must say, it's just dawned on me that Carl from Making Models did actually do uh, the Viper 1. And he did such an amazing job with it. It really was quite inspiring. And I thought, I'll get the other one because I don't want to do a copy. And Mm. then I came across a paint scheme that was just like, awesome. And I thought that would be the model to put it on. So the Viper is part built. I got to the point where I can light up the cockpit and I I, I put it back in a box at that point because I bottled it. I'm not going to lie, I bottled it. Uh, but it will come out and I will I will finish it. Um, the machining Krieger is very much up there until I've learned a lot more techniques. That was the reason I bought it. All of them are bought for a purpose, i.e. an expansion of my abilities. Apart from the B-Wing, if I'm honest. The B-Wing was... Um, I like that. Uh, but yeah, I can't stand space in science fiction. <laughs> I completely agree with you, and that's exactly the same reason why I would mm. buy them because I love the subject. The other thing I do have just over my shoulder here, um, I have the White Knight, which is a machine and Grieger. They are science fiction, but I wouldn't count them as space science fiction. No. They're not space science fiction. They're from an apocalyptic era. Are you going to put a cat in yours? To be honest, uh, once we get the Musaru cup, I might make a Musaru to go in it. What is a Musaru? Oh, it's a a moose and a roo. So it's a a Canadian moose and a kangaroo. And that's why it's called the Musaru. I did not know that. Musaru. There you go. Oh. And because it was the two podcasts from... One from Canada, one from Australia. 
Why didn't I? I don't know. Maybe they considered kangaroos and just... There is, there is actually a picture that's been made of a said Mooseroo. It's very good. Oh, okay. Does it have a pocket? Uh, yes, it does. Yeah, It doesn't have a, a joey, though. No joey. Wouldn't that be a... What's a baby moose called? Is it a calf? I, I would guess so, yes. Calf with a wally. A joey. Calf and a joey would be a <laughs> jaff. <laughs> <laughs> so, will your moose roux that you're making have a, a pocket? It's not called a pocket, is it? No. It's called something else. Pouch. A pouch with a jaff in it. No, it probably will have a pouch with some uh, bourbon in it. <laughs> I can't stand this stuff. Oh, how, can, how can you say that? Because I was there when I drank a bottle of it. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> and you were there afterwards. And yes. The day after. I, I wish yes. I wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> that was not a fun two days. No. But no, so in, in my modelling history, I've not completed anything that's space or, or science fire. What about that other Gundam uh, thing you did? Uh, well, it wasn't really a Gundam, was it? It was um, a big robot head oh, you made. No. No, no, that would mean I've got another kit. Oh. It was a big robot head. Didn't you have some Germans, 135th scale Germans, standing around it? That was the Rumba Rail Command set, which is another Bandai kit, which is a Gundam robotic head, basically. Yeah, so where's that? Well, that is actually part built, funnily enough. Uh, no, that's the lie. It is fully built. But the diorama it's sitting in is part built. It hasn't isn't been finished. Oh, I see. Okay. That was a Gundam head. Yeah. Okay, yeah, right. Yeah, you should put a picture of that up. I will do, yeah. But You write that down. Write that down. I, I've written it down. It's down there, but <laughs> I like Watson you make that. I think you did a really good job. Didn't you 3D print some extra bits for it too? Uh, yeah. I, I might have gone onto a onto a space site and picked up some space stuff. <laughs> Embrace this interest you have. I wanted to make a junk scene, so I I, I 3D printed some junk. Mm. <laughs> I think, to be honest, like most things, I I would never say never to anything. Well, that's not true. <laughs> In true JMC style, that's not true. Paper models. I didn't say no more. That's a no. Apart from. Uh, a paper product that you make into a model. Uh, Genre-wise, I don't. I don't think there's really anything I wouldn't try. It's just having the stimulus. I mean, I've been brought up on uh, World War Two, uh, basically. You know, from a child, that was what was available, etc. And and my knowledge or, or inspirations hasn't stretched any further. And I'm just looking in front of me and just realised that I've got, I got another kit from uh, Masterbox, and they are the. Um, Aliens in a bar. Oh, yes. <laughs> it certainly is not space, though, is it? It's science fiction. No, it's science fiction. And I, th- I think, if I'm honest, I think that's probably why I've got those, that the items I've got is because they're not rigid. I don't have to do what it is. Um, and even if I'm honest, even to the point with the space shuttles. Now, I was thinking, yeah, obviously, the United States built the shuttle. Yes. Great design. Yeah. But there was another country that built something very, very similar. And it's still sitting in a very dusty shed. 
Yes, and uh, that would be awesome. The idea was was to compare the kit against 3D resin printing. I just wanted to compare and see, and it's been quite interesting, I've got to be honest. But yeah, so obviously I don't want two Enterprises. I don't want a Columbia and Enterprise, so maybe I'll go off on a tangent with the, the second one. I think you should. I think that'd be really good. Yeah. And uh, you are writing down the fact that you're going to put that picture up on Facebook, aren't you? I have, yes. Yeah, yeah it's all there on there already. Good boy. Allowing your imagination. <laughs> Allowing your imagination to run wild with fantastical stories of far off planets. Aliens, bold frontiers, can be liberating and distracting from the real world noise. But it can be just too far fetched for some. Sometimes the ultimate fan just wants to be able to fly his Millennium Falcon around like Han Solo, build those iconic movie machines or bring to life those historic moments of spaceflight. You've been listening to Just Making Conversation with James Skiffins and Malcolm Childs. Follow us on Facebook, where we post photos, updates and other nonsense. Let us know what you are just making and what your thoughts are on the conversation on this episode. We have to thank our supporters who we dearly appreciate. Please support us on buymeacoffee.com. A big thank you to our supporters. Robert, Andrew, John, Mike, Jeff, Richard, Lynn and three others. Who took the time to buy me a coffee. If you would like to grind some beans for us, why not come join us on buymeacoffee.com. If you do show your support, leave a message with your name so we can give you a shout out. Next time, we'll be just making conversation about stashes. Goodbye. Goodbye and take care. My, my kids' storybooks, I get so cross. When I'm trying to read and it's dark and I've got a little nightlight and I'm trying to read a story and the fucking text is over fucking purple. <laughs>